Our next guest is literally a pixie. Her jubilation and joy just carries through the microphone and touches anyone that comes in contact with her. Jessica Davis is both a therapist and an intuitive healer. And in the session that I had with her not long ago, I literally watched my volume go from 100 all the way down to zero all on its own without me touching anything. And when I mentioned that to her, she simply said, oh, honey, sometimes that happens. (laughs) So imagine our surprise when halfway through this podcast, the same thing happened. So just listen in close about midway through when my voice drops down because you know she talks about protecting our bubbles clearing out energy the importance of girlfriends and how angels can sometimes come in and when we ask for their help take over you know the thing i love most about jessica is her authenticity and how she talks about her own journey of Um, getting closer with spirit through her walk of depression and so what a gift she is and we are so glad that you're here today so get comfy cozy up and let's lean in to this discussion with beautiful fairy pixie girl Jessica Davis oh man you guys I'm so excited to be introducing our next guest. She is just an absolute love. You guys, she's an intuitive healer. Oh, yeah, she is. She helps folks by clearing like doubt and fear so that we can really kind of step into the highest version of ourselves. And she totally talks to angels. Yes, she does. Jessica Davis, thank you so much for saying yes and being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pure pleasure to be here and talk to you. Oh my God, girl. So like your name got passed to me from a friend, Nicole Connell, and she's all, yeah, man, I have this really cool like virtual reading with this girl. She talks to angels. Her name's Jessica. We did it online. She lives in Louisiana. And I'm like, I want to talk to Jessica from Louisiana. So, of course, I hopped on, and oh my God, Jessica, I'll be really honest, like, I've done a lot of um, sessions where, like, healing are involved, you know, I've had different things, and I've met with different practitioners and different folks, but for some reason, when I left after our 30 minutes together, I felt so much lighter, I felt really grounded, and I just felt loved. And you have that gift, girl. Well, thank you so much. I just have so much fun in my sessions with everybody. Like, it's the, the highlight of my week to connect people with the divine and angels and help them to feel more loved. That's the whole goal is to make everybody feel more loved because we can all use that right now. Yeah, like, I'm wondering, like, when did you know that you had this gift of being able to really kind of tune into divine? You know, I always refer to them as they, like with a capital T, you know, um, because I feel like there's this whole like posse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how did you know? Like, when did you know? Is there a backstory? Were you a kid and you felt it or? So I think I've always known. Um, I've always known that I was connected. Um, 
I have this very vivid memory as like probably I was probably seven years old, six or seven. Mm -hmm. And I was reading one of those children's Bibles where they're all like illustrated or whatever. Um, And and I remember sitting on my bed and I have this image, this image that came to me of Jesus coming down from heaven to talk to me on like a cloud. Because I guess in my seven-year-old brain, he came down on clouds. I don't know. But, sure. <laughs> but it was like, it was, it, and so I've had moments like that often on my whole life. Um, but I didn't know that it was something that other people didn't have. And I don't think I knew that like, it was a gift. And so the past year I took a class and started really opening up my gifts and, and really doing this work. At first I started thinking, I just wanted to heal myself, but then you realize what a joy it is to connect other people to God and the divine and angels and however they identify with source um, so that they can feel loved and live their best lives. Right. Well, and girl, like, I don't know what your, like, background is for, like, your faith walker spirituality, but, like, like, I know what I was fed, which is, like, kind of a patriarchal, like, oh, no, only the priest can consecrate the host and all that, and I'm, like, as a 48-year-old woman now, okay, yeah, I like my Catholic faith, but that's a bunch of bullshit, like, I'm wondering for you, like, did you kind of battle that a little bit? Like, oh gosh, am I supposed to talk to angels? Like, or, or like kind of what was that like? I'm just wondering. Yeah, so that's another thing that comes from childhood because I have this like really um, vivid memory. So I grew up in a very small town in Alabama. I live in New Orleans now, but I grew up in a really small conservative town in Alabama. And I went to like a, a Bible school because everybody vacation Bible school every day. I did that right. every summer. It was the thing to do. Yeah. And there was the, the guy that was like the pastor or the lady leading the youth group or whatever it was, um, was like, okay, you have to make this macaroni like necklace. You know, the stupid macaroni necklaces you made as a kid. We all made, and I don't know why we did. And she was like, you have to make this necklace. Um, and then the point of the necklace is to tell people that you made this necklace in vacation Bible school. And then ask them if they love Jesus. And if they don't love Jesus, tell them they're going to hell. Like, this is telling, like, a nine-year-old or something. I was real young. I was definitely not a preteen to go tell people they're going to hell. Oh, my God. I mean, I I can feel it in my body still, that memory of, like, no. Like, wait, you're telling me God loves us. And then you're telling me to tell people they're going to hell because of, because they, they don't have the same beliefs as me. And so that was where I really like, I think I'd change where I don't necessarily identify with a religion. I'll say I'm Catholic sometimes, yeah. but yeah. really I identify with spirit. Like I yeah. identify with the source of love that loves all of us, yes. whether you're Hindu or Buddhist or atheist or agnostic, doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's not our job, especially as nine-year-olds to go tell people you're going to hell. Like, Girl. What a crazy thought, right? You know, but it just goes to show you like the power that 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 those folks can can take. You know what I yeah. mean? The dogma of all that. And you know, Jessica, we could talk about that all day long. That's based in fear. I mean, yeah. Girl, I will lean in and tell you, I don't believe hell exists. I'm like, anyhow, that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother I'm, podcast. I'm right there with you. I don't think so either. I just you know, maybe we're not as close to spirit as we want to be, but that's about all that there is. Like, I think, I think it's just 
we don't feel comfortable with it or we're not as close, but I don't think there's a hell with fire and brimstone and a devil and all of that nonsense. Right. Like, right. And now not to be confused with like spiritual warfare. I mean, I definitely, sure, sure. definitely can like pick up on that. Like, have you, okay, hold on. I have so many questions right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, you said you've kind of always known this about yourself. I'm wondering like maybe a year ago, what shifted within you to sort of take that class to sort of make the leap and be like, I need to know a little bit more about this. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I can definitely tell you about that. So I'm going to be real honest with you guys. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. So I've had a very um, severe history of depression, like suicidal depression through most of my life. Yeah. Um, and I really, like, about four years ago, I was really in a bad place, like, just in a terrible, terrible place, um, which is funny, because, like, you talk to me, and I'm the most bubbly person you'll ever meet, so, like, I tell people, and their jaw hits the floor of, like, wait, you were depressed? You were suicidal? So nobody can believe that, but even if you look like you got a smile on your face, you can still be depressed, so... I went through a big, deep healing. Um, I went through a lot of different therapists and psychiatrists and things. And I got better, but I never got 100% better, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't, I was like 75%, but I knew I wasn't living at the ultimate, you know, I wasn't as actualized as I wanted to be and living the life that I wanted to live. And so this opportunity came up to, to start pursuing this and learning about it. And I'll tell you, I healed more in this past year than I have in the 37 years before. Like stuff that working with the angels was able to take away things from me that I've been struggling with my whole life. Like, like the, those feelings of, of self-doubt, those feelings of not being worthy, those feelings of I'm not good enough, all of that, that we all struggle with on some level it's been really transformed. And I mean, I still struggle like everybody, but it's, it's a different level. And I never thought that would happen. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, you're making me emotional. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I think that, you know, thank you so much for sharing so vulnerably that part of your story. Cause I feel like yeah. we need to talk about mental health it's really important and that you recognized you're like no I'm not a hundred percent like I'm not in the space I'm getting the help that I need but I need to do a little more healing and how god I mean Jessica I think about like your healing is directly related your own healing you have to do your own healing so you can help heal others you know, you have to do your own healing so you can help heal others. Exactly. And when we heal ourselves, it enables other people to heal themselves, right? So when yeah. I was super in a bad place, I wouldn't talk about my depression. I didn't share it with people. My closest people knew, but not, not the way I talk about it now. Yeah. And so when I talk about my story, it empowers other people to say, oh, I want to I want to pursue that. I need to get well. I need to get better. And so the more we talk about it, the more we share it, the more it empowers everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm thinking you had lots of people kind of on your side rooting for you and kind of helping support you. Yeah. 
I am incredibly grateful for those people that love me in my darkness, you know, like, cause that's hard to stick with people when they're in a bad space. And so I had people that supported me and then in turn, I support others. And it's just this ripple effect of how we all heal each other. Totally. And see, here's the thing, right? Folks can't see you right now, but you're like a fucking pixie. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, you guys, she's a pixie. She's like, she's like, if you could take joy and just like create a being, this is exactly what Jessica looks like. Like just this beautiful <laughs> smile that emanates from, it's a soul smile, girl. Like I could feel you, right? Aww. And so, oh my God, like I'm wondering, what are the gifts that you have that you feel like you've cultivated throughout your life and especially this last year that help others heal? Yeah, I think, so here's the trick, which is, it always comes up every time I do an Oracle card reading or anything like that, like, yeah. um, for myself, I think the trick is, and I think a lot of the, the women probably listening to this are going to relate to this too. We're taught to love others before ourselves, right? We're yeah. taught to like, put everybody else first, like, Mm -hmm. everybody else and so we're really good at loving others right we're and that makes me teary thinking about how much love we put out to our family our friends our co-workers strangers on the street you know like whoever and then we don't do it to ourselves you know we don't heal ourselves we don't love ourselves we don't talk to ourselves in a nice way mm -hmm. and so to me what's been really healing for me is teaching myself how to heal like and love myself and like fill mm. myself with the same love that I give others and teaching other women and other people to do that for themselves as well is how to like really fill your cup up first before you fill up other people's cups oh my god yeah we could just end the podcast with that <laughs> y'all girl I don't know if it's because like we have a pair of ovaries or what it is <laughs> And, you know, I think part of it's cultural too, right? It's like, oh no, like you serve everyone else. You give and give and give. And I mean, that was like kind of my role model growing up was just, you know, you give, 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 and that's what you do and your own needs come last. And I remember, man, after pushing those twins out, I was like, well, this is going to play out real quick. Like I have got to take care of myself. You know what I mean? And it's, is we, we teach, you know, I have some, I'm a, so Part of, um, part of my job is I'm also a therapist, right? So I'm a mental therapist too. And so, um, so I have so many women that come to me who are just so depleted. They're moms and all they do is chase after their kids or they just like do for everybody else in their family. And you ask them very simple things of how to, what do they do for fun? And they can't even answer it. They're like, oh, I like to watch, you know, you know, whatever cartoon with their kids. And I'm like, no, what, what do you do for you? You don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to be watching like, you know, Paw Patrol with your kiddos. You want that makes you want to die inside probably. So. Not another episode of Paw Patrol. <laughs> so yeah, I think it is all just learning how to love ourselves and take care of ourselves. And that's what's cool about the angels because they're pure love. Like they're just pure love. And they teach us how to stand up for ourselves and how to love ourselves and how to have fun and how to feel beautiful and how to do all of these things that, that we need to do to, to live our best lives. So not only do you talk to angels, you're also a counselor. 
Yeah. She does it all. She does it all. Do you, like, when you're working with someone in the counseling profession, you know, when you're doing that, do you have, like, spirit drop in at times? I have. I have. I tried it, it and it's kind of weird. Um, and that's part of the thing that I, that I knew, um, that I had a gift before this past year is I would channel messages for clients. Like I would just know the right thing to say at the right moment. I'm like, I don't know where that came from. That wasn't just because I don't, <laughs> but yeah, that does happen sometimes. It's really cool. Um, but here's the trick is, is, and I, psychotherapy is great. Like psychotherapy is so beautiful and I believe in it. But some of the things that I've gotten from healing and doing angelic work is like even more mind blowing than what happens in psychotherapy. Like what would take maybe even a year of therapy we can accomplish in like one or two sessions of like angel healings. And it's Girl, so amazing. Okay. I want to know about that. Like, can you okay. talk, talk more about that? Um, the healing that can take place. Um, yeah. It really like on that kind of expansive uh, flow level, you know, yeah. like regular talk therapy. Can you tell us a little more about that? So um, I have a lot of, I work in a very poor, I live in New Orleans, but I work in a very poor subdivision. Like, of New Orleans and people get stuck in their stories you know people get stuck telling the same story for years you know years the same thing and sometimes it's the same story playing out in different ways like I keep having relationship problems with men and so it keeps playing out or it's literally the same problem that we've been talking about like I'm frustrated with work and I've been bitching about this for two years now, the exact same problem that I've given you 25 tools to do, right, of what to do. Um, and so I think the thing with angels that happens is first, like, we connect you with this feeling of love, right? And I think it wears down your defenses. It, like, knocks away your defenses so you're not, like, in this constant struggle with yourself. And so once, like, you're connected with that feeling of supreme love, like, divine love, I think you're just more open to, like, receiving the healing that's meant to happen. And so clearing some of those negative thoughts that are happening, like, there are ways that we can clear some of those thought patterns, like, I'm not good enough, like we were talking about, or I need to put other people first. Um, there are ways to just clear it energetically from your body, because a lot of us, we hold and psychotherapy will support this. We hold our trauma and our emotions in our body. And so energetically clearing some of that just helps clear those patterns that happen. So it's, it's freaking amazing watching people change in like a session or two. Totally. Okay. So I'm wondering, like, you're giving so much to other people like what are the things you do to for you to yeah. like love yourself like on the daily or on the weekly or whatever like i want to know how do you love you oh that's a good one um so part of it is asking the angels as crazy as this is to protect my energy when i'm working with other people mm -hmm. um because they're there's so many beautiful people in the world, but some of us don't know how to fill up our own cups. So we suck from other people, unfortunately. And you can yeah. feel that if you've ever been around somebody and you're like, oh, I feel worse after talking to Jane than I did before talking to Jane. And yeah. so 
one of the ways is asking the angels to protect my energy, right? So protect, mm. protect my bubble. Um, there are other ways of, of like asking the angels to like wash over my energy with this beautiful fountain of light, just to like clear out energy that's not mine. Um, so those are the sort of energetic things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a very like earthly level I have great girlfriends like really great support and that that just makes all the difference is having those girls that you can go have a glass of wine with or you know go get dinner with or whatever and and just talk about what you're working on in life totally you I I was just taking notes I'm like okay I gotta like protect my bubble I, I could ask the angels to clear up my energy. You know, it's funny, like we can joke about it, right? But like, we don't think about that. Like we jump from one thing to the next. We're like in, you know, in that session I had with you, you were like, Michelle, like, I'm really feeling like, you know, you, you need to separate, like, you know, you're giving to others, right? So remember to protect your bubble, close their bubble, like, you know, shake it out a little between clients, you know? And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that, Jessica. You know what I mean? it is we don't even think about it I forget to do it this is what I do all day every day and sometimes I'll forget to do it and I'll be like why did I feel like crap at the end of today oh I didn't do all those things I know I need to do and so just a really quick tip for your listeners yes all you have to do is thank you Archangel Michael for grounding me so keeping me grounded in the moment so you want to thank the angels I learned this from Kyle Gray who also works with angels um Instead of coming from, please do this, or will you do this, yeah. you assume the position of, thank you for having done this, right? Like, and they appreciate gratitude, they appreciate that joy and that thankfulness and that faith in them, and so it just strengthens that connection with your angels. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be, thank you, Archangel Michael, um, for grounding me, or thank you for removing the fear out of my bubble, or thank you for protecting my bubble. It doesn't have to be a big thing. I tell people to even do it while they're brushing their teeth, you know, like, thank you, Angel, for clearing the energy that's not mine, you know, it doesn't, whatever, thank you, Source, thank you, God, however you want to put it, but, you know, to clear your energy the same way we brush our teeth or shower or do these things daily, we got to do that daily, too. Right? Oh, my God, I got to clear my energy, Jessica. (laughs) I'm a dirty girl. <laughs> no, I we love it. Are. Yeah. I love it as you were talking about Archangel Michael, like I was getting all lit up. Like he's like, thanks for talking about me, you guys. <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, because again, there's all this, um, there's so many archangels, right? I, I just learned this, like I would say probably in the last decade. It's like, you always hear about, you know, Michael, but there's so many others. Can you can you give us like, what's your top, you know, who do you go to for what? Yeah. Okay. That's a really good one. So that's why I brought up Michael. Yeah. Um, Cause everybody has heard of Archangel Michael. Like everybody yeah. has heard of him. Most people at least. So he is our protector. So we're going to break it down. So Michael is like <laughs> our warrior. Like okay. he sometimes will come with a sword of light or a shield. Um, and he uses that sort of light to remove any negativity from us or things that are blocking us. So he is like, removes things and also is our protector. So if you're going into like Walmart somewhere just with crazy energy, you can say, Michael, thank you uh, for protecting my energy here in Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a high energy place. <laughs> Thank you for protecting me from the other Walmart folks. <laughs> exactly. Um, he also, very practically, if you are driving, um, ask him to protect your car, get you safely from here to there, things like that. He's good at those sorts of things. So that's Michael. So he's sort of the head of all the angels. Okay. Um, then there, the other big one, and I'm going to start with these two because their energy is really strong. So it's easier to sometimes feel them than some of the other like softer energy angels. Okay. Um, so then there's Archangel Raphael. So he is the, the healer. He is the guy that comes in and can heal anything, right? Um, he can clear any like illnesses that you're having. He can protect your bubble with like good energy so that your immune system is functioning at its highest and best. Um, even again, asking Raphael to protect your energy from coronavirus, things like that. You can ask that like, yeah, ask, ask Archangel Raphael to protect your family or your loved ones, you know, things like that. So he's really good about healing us. And he also up-levels our energy and clears out some negativity for us too. Okay, so that's, beautiful. he usually has a green light. So if you ever okay. like close your eyes and imagine him, he sometimes will have like a, a green energy about him. Okay. Um, and then let's see. So I'm going to talk about the girl angels because they're okay. like badasses and we don't often hear about them. <laughs> So my favorite, my girl that I like just love is her name is Archangel Haniel. So that's H-A-N-I-E-L. Okay. Um, and she works with the moon and intuition. So okay. she has this very like feminine, earthy, like feminine, like intuitive, fluid, like water almost energy. And she works with us with our intuition. So you can ask her to like help strengthen your intuition to help like you hear your intuition better. Um, if any of your listeners do like any moon rituals, like full moon rituals or, yeah. or new moon rituals, she is with the moon always. So you can always call on her to help you with those, those rituals. Um, mm. And then Jophiel, Archangel Jophiel, um, she is all about beauty so she helps us to feel beautiful and to feel loving and to love ourselves and to, if you're trying to magnetize a man or like a partner, <laughs> you can even like call on her to like make you more magnetic and more attractive and like to raise your energy. So there are a lot of these things that the angels will do that seem a little silly, but like it helps us live our earthly life and, and, and do those, reach those goals that we want to. That's awesome. I'm, I was just like flashing in my head, you know, like I'm old and I'm married. Right. But like, <laughs> like, like you're going on a Tinder date. You're like, okay, Jovio, come on now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So she's, she's beautiful and she, um, anything with beauty. So if you're an artist or you create in that way, she's beautiful for that as well. Okay. Um, and then the last angel, the last female angel that I'm going to talk about is, Archangel Ariel. So oh she, they say she has like a lion energy. I think her name even means lioness of God. Okay. Um, and she's a manifesting badass. Like if you want to manifest, she is your girl. Like she is so strong. And like, so she has this very like powerful, powerful energy. She, um, 
she's also called the peaceful warrior. So, okay. which I think a lot of women could really like learn how to use that voice. So it's almost like the mama lion, right? Yeah. The mama lion is there with her baby. If you come anywhere near that baby, she's going to let you know to stay away. Yeah. So she's really good at setting boundaries, helping us set boundaries, helping us mm. to stand up for ourselves. Mm. Um, and and to, to stand into our power really is what she does so that we can yeah. feel like fierce. Oh girl. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, aren't these fun? Like these are the ones you don't hear about and they're such strong, amazing, like yeah. angels. They're really fun to work with. They're really fun to work with. I'm wondering like, you know, for you, when you, you know, you don't know me from Adam, right? I call you, I set up my appointment with yeah. you. I did it on Facebook or whatever. And then like, I show up and you're seeing me for the first time. Like, how do you know, like, how do you prepare to work with a client? Like, do you just kind of, I don't want to say fly by your seat, by the seat of your pants. Like you don't right. do the work. I'm just saying, do you let spirit come in? Do you pull cards before? Do you pray before? Like, do you, how do you, do you get a sense of who that person is before? Sorry, I'm throwing all these things in your lap. No, you're perfect. I love it. So my process is, um, I spend about 15 minutes before each session getting really grounded. So, um, a lot of spiritual people, they like to be, you know, airy fairy and all like up in spirit, but being grounded is really important because otherwise we don't have a way to discharge energy that's not ours. We're not connected in the moment. We're not real life people. And we've all seen those spiritual teachers where you're like, what, what planet are you on? Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So getting grounded. Um, and I say a little prayer, clear my energy. And then I just ask the angels and God to connect me with that person um, and their energy. Um, and that I can see, feel, hear, and know anything that I need to know about that person. And then um, if, if I'm having trouble getting a read, sometimes some people are a little bit more guarded with their energy, so they're harder to read. So I might pull a few cards, oracle cards before just to get a feel of what's happening. But usually the angels just come in and spirit comes in and just shows me all kinds of things. Like, it's amazing what you can pick up on people. Yes. And it's, it's, it's all for people's healing, right? So I'm not going to see your deepest, darkest secrets. Like, I don't want people <laughs> to think that of like, you did something when you were 16 that you have shame about. <laughs> like, it's not that. But I can see like energetically, you have blocks because of trauma, or you have blocks because of heartbreak, or you have blocks because of money or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I can see those and help clear those. Um, sessions are fun though, because people, deceased loved ones can come in. I've had past pets come through in sessions. Like, it's amazing what can come through. So it's really fun. And it's, each session will be different. Like, whatever we did last session, it might be a totally different thing that Spirit wants you to focus on the next session. And it's always exactly what you need in that moment, which is beautiful. Totally. That's what is so beautiful is like, you're able to, you have this superpower you know, you co, you're co-creating with the creator, right? right? You're co, right. you're like, you guys are like on a little team, right? A little dream team, right? And <laughs> you're like, got the angels coming in, you got source coming in and you're able to work with us because we're all made of the divine to clear out the muck, the blocks, the fear, the doubt. So we can kind of, it is our God-given birthright to be joyful. Yes. And oh. we have so many things that, that, 
that block us from it. And so that's just all mm -hmm. that this does. But also I want to say this too, just because I have like this gift or we put that in quotations, yeah. we're all connected. We're all connected to the divine. We are all able to get messages. Um, but sometimes it's harder. Some of us have gotten used to shutting that down, right? Yeah. So we don't listen to those gut feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you were dating somebody and you were like, oh, I knew from day one that this, this person was no good, but I didn't listen. Stuff like that. So what I tell people to do to like sort of connect with that intuition is practice on the little things, right? So asking your, your guides, where do I need to turn to go to the store? Like, and maybe it might be a different road than what you normally turn down. Um, you may never know why the angels told you to turn down that street. Maybe the other street had like a, a wreck on it or traffic or something, or maybe you were going to run into somebody turning down the street. Yeah. But little things like what should I wear today or what should I buy at the grocery, whatever it is, little things help us to build our confidence and our intuition so that yeah. we can ask for big things of like, what's my next job choice or where relationships or whatever you're trying to, to work towards. Totally. I mean, I know that I am not aligned when I'm hustling. Do you know what I mean? I know mm -hmm. I am not aligned with divine when I am like, grasping, grappling, like, oh, what do I got to do now? Oh, what do I got to, what are we going to do next? Like, oh, 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 like when I'm work, work, working for it, it's like, no, 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 girl. Like, I know I'm aligned when I'm like, when things get quiet for me, Jessica, like in Village Well, like when I have a moment or a period of time when the things kind of settle, I'm like, oh girl, God's having you rest right now because yeah. something's coming. And so this is a moment for you to rest. And that's just it. If we're going and going and going, we don't have a minute to listen to our gut because we're rushing and we're, we're, right. we're disconnected. We're not grounded. So it's that stillness, that, that moment of, oh, okay, yeah, God's having me rest or um, mm -hmm. I need to integrate all of this that I just learned and I manifested, right? Whatever that is, or I need to restore my energy for this new big thing that's coming. But yeah, exactly. When we're rustling, rush, rushing and hustling, I tried to combine those. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it doesn't work. We don't hear what we need to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like you were talking about, I love that idea. It was so spot on about like practicing on the little stuff. Like, oh, you want to do a little experiment? Like practice on which street you're going to turn down. Or like we can all relate to like, oh, I've been thinking about someone, thinking about someone, and then they call. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And reacting to that, oh, I've been thinking about this person. Let me reach out to them. And then they're likely to say, oh, I was just thinking about you, right? All of this builds confidence in our intuition. We all have the gifts. It's just you got to build confidence and learn how to use them and, and connect. And I would take say, time to connect. And I would say too, like, and this is only in my own walk. Once I said yes and I became more open, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> There's those, there, those funny memes, I don't know if you've seen them, of like what you think spiritual awakening looks like, and it's people like meditating in a field and what it actually looks like, and people are just so like strung out, because <laughs> it can be a lot all at first, right? Like you have a lot that might shake up for you, and that doesn't mean it's not working. It means that spirit's removing the things that, that don't serve you, that aren't for your highest and best. Well, and I think too the more that we are open and 
align, we feel a sense of responsibility kind of as, oh, like you want me to do this work. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Like, I think we do feel a responsibility and that's a, that's a good thing. And, I, and sometimes like, um, spirit won't leave you alone until you do it. You know, I had a friend who said, <laughs> do y'all remember, I don't know if y'all, but in Ferris Bueller's day off, yeah. when Cameron is laying in bed and Ferris is, is there and he keeps calling him and Cameron says something like, he's just going to keep calling and calling and calling and he's not gonna leave me alone so I might as well go <laughs> I think sometimes that spirit is like it's gonna keep knocking on the door and saying you got it are you there we're ready like we're ready for you to start doing the things and we are ready for you to start doing the things I can tell you you know you talked about I think it was Joe Feel right who helps with manifesting and she helps with Ariel, boundaries. Yeah. Oh, Ariel, it's yeah, Ariel, yeah, yeah. Ariel. And um, and you were like during our session, you're like Michelle, you're a super powerful manifester, and I'm like, okay, Jessica. And like, <laughs> I had this thought for like a week or so after we talked. I'm like, you know, preparing to do this little weekend retreat with some women who are all gonna. We're all getting negative COVID tests and all that. I don't need judgment around that, right? Uh, and, but yeah. anyhow. Long story short, I kept thinking, you know, it would be so cool to have like a sound bath. I, I've never done a sound bath before. I've heard it's kind of neat. It could be healing and this and that. I kept thinking about it. I'm like, eh, but I don't know anybody who does that. I don't want to bring anyone else in. I only really want to tap into the beautiful women who are attending. I'll tell you what, girl, about a week after we did our session, I had that thought. I kept having it one of the attendants reached out and was like, Michelle, I don't know your plan for the weekend, but I was wondering if I could offer to do a sound bath. <laughs> that's amazing. Just saying. And, and that's just that when we put it out there and we're in a high vibe place and in a good space, it, it happens. It flows. It's all about flowing. And because you were in the receptive mode to hear spirit, whether you realize it was spirit or not saying you need to do a, you need to do a sound bath. And so then you thought it and then it manifested. I love that story. It was so cool. It was so cool. Like, I'm wondering, you're this, you're this amazing, like you're a counselor, you're a healer, you talk to the angels. Can you tell us a little bit about like for folks who are maybe not um, familiar with guides, like, yeah. what are the guides? Like, who are they? And what do Ooh, they do? That's a good and, question. Yeah. Whew. So your guides is, is the way that I would probably describe this. And I don't know that I've ever actually described this out loud. Um, your guides can be anything, right? So it could be your angels. It could be um, just beings of light that exist, right? It could be... Um, it can even be passed on loved ones, you know? Um, it could be ascended masters, so people like Jesus or Buddha. Those could all be your guides. And there are also guides that don't, you don't even know that they have a title, right? So they might be a guide about love or a guide about um, joy or a guide about, they're guides about anything that you could possibly think of. And so, I think of guides as like the way you said they earlier. I kind of think yeah. of guides as the whole group. Like it could be um, anybody. It could be 
angels, guides, you know, teachers, anybody. But here's what I want to say about guides is that you might have different guides at different parts of your life, right? So maybe in this part of your life, you really need somebody working with you to teach you self-love. Or maybe you really need um, somebody, a guide working with you on abundance. It's almost like I kind of think of them as teachers in school, right? And so like maybe you graduate kindergarten and you don't need that teacher anymore. So now you have a new teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it could be anybody, it could be any sort of guide, any sort of spirit in the spirit world and things that we may not even understand because we're here and we're not in the spirit world, but they're all loving. And you can always set that intention when you want to speak to your guides of, you know, guides of the highest light, highest light and compassion, you know, so you're calling on the good people to come hang out and, and, and party with you and talk to you. I want to party with the beings of light. <laughs> right? I'm like, come on in. I was talking to um, a friend the other day, Sean Garcia, and we were talking about like the Holy Trinity. We we're talking about Jesus. And I'm like, you know, my Jesus is wearing like a pair of jeans and like a button down. And he's got like a <laughs> cap on and he's like, He's like, you know, like kind of handsome, you know, but like relatable and, um, you know, we all kind of see it, but I think what you're saying too, is like kind of the intention behind it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about guides is they can come to you differently. Right. So yes. I'm a Disney fanatic. Like Walt Disney world is my <laughs> happy place on earth. Like I love it. So Ariel, who we've been talking about, Archangel yes. Ariel, comes to me with red and green, which is like the colors of Ariel the mermaids. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't technically like the colors that are associated <laughs> with her. But for me, that's what it is. And so your guides are like for you, Jesus is wearing a button down in jeans, you know, and yeah, somebody else yeah. might be wearing Birkenstocks and like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like whatever. That's so funny. Yeah. So it's the intention behind which, you know, we put out and that's how they come in to us because yeah, that's how they communicate. But, um, oh my God. Okay. So I'm wondering like maybe what's something that not a lot of people know about you. Yeah. Yeah. About me. Oh, I think um, probably about my severe depression, which I shared about earlier. Like, I think that was one of the things my close people know that, but I think most people who meet me, they would be really surprised to know that. And so like we were talking about, I just want to out that, you know, I want to, I want to speak about it. I want to make it normal for people to say, I'm, I was depressed. Like, I think it's so powerful that Michael Phelps um, has started doing those like commercials for the online therapy because we need people, we need celebrities, we need people of all walks of life to start talking about mental health and mental illness. And um, so that is normal. So everybody doesn't feel shame about it. Totally. And, you know, I have, you know, just a few daughters, five. Um, (laughs) And, you know, we've kind of been walking a path, you know, with a few of them of mental health stuff. And what I realized is that when we are depressed, when we are having um, suicidal ideation, Um, there's a lot of energy that is put out to quote unquote, make things look normal on the outside. It's exhausting. And so, you know, for folks who are like, I never knew, or like, I never saw it or like whatever, a lot of folks are working so hard to put up the appearance. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And they're not. And they don't have any energy to begin with. And then to put that energy to trying to pretend to be okay. It's to say it's exhausting is like an understatement and so yeah 
let's just be real about it. You know, let's be real about our struggles and our, our wounds. So I love that quote, right. Of like from Rumi where the wound is where the light enters you, because I think that's your, your source of power in a way is, is the things that you've struggled with, the things that you are so deeply ashamed about and you want to hide from the world. That's your source of strength. You know, that's the thing that makes you a freaking superhero in the world. And so let's talk about it. I need to get that tattooed on the forearm. <laughs> we'll go together. We'll both get it tattooed. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, and before we were kind of chatting it up a little bit, you said that you kind of had a feeling of or a message like you, you, yeah. can you tell us more about that? What, what sure. we should know right now? Mm -hmm. Sure. So before, before I was starting, I just wanted to see who wanted to come through. And so I was asking the angels who wanted to talk to y'all today. Um, and at first, sometimes I have an idea of what I think we should do. Like, <laughs> and then the angels have a totally different idea of what we should do. So I always go with them because they know better than I do. But at first I was like, okay, let's, let's fill ourselves up with love and, and do this, like, you know, self-love thing. And Archangel Michael came through and he's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, they're not going to feel love until we remove the fear from them. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, when we remove the fear, then they're going to feel all the love. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're going to do today is we're going to do a little healing where we call on Archangel Michael. And he's going to come in and help remove the fear out of our bubbles. So we all have energetic bubbles around us that sort of protect our energy. So I kind of think of it like as a snow globe or an egg around us that sort of keeps our energy to ourselves. Um, and, and so that's important because otherwise we'd be bleeding our stuff, our energy all over everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and so what he's going to do today is sort of go into our bubbles and remove any of the fear that we're having out of ourselves and out of our bubbles so that we can feel really, really strong. Cause this is a, this is a year of fear, you know, 2020 is a lot of fear in a lot of ways. And so because of COVID and everything else in the world. So we're going to fill ourselves up with some, or remove the fear and then fill us up with love. Beautiful girl. Well, I can't think of a more perfect way to put a bow on our time together. And so I am ready to remove the fear. Just <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So before, before, before I do any clearing or any healing, I just call on the angel that I'm asking to be with us. So I'm just going to call on dear Archangel Michael, dear God, the creator, um, and any of our spirit guides of the highest truth and compassion we ask Archangel Michael that you come and remove the fear out of our bubbles so that we can live our, our true selves, so that we can step, step into our power and let our light shine. Because that fear is just like a haze all around us that keeps us from shining as bright as we should. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everybody to take a couple of deep breaths. Down into your belly. And then as you exhale, imagine removing any tension in your body. Just imagine letting it go. <coughs> so take another deep breath in. And exhale any tension that needs to be released. So at this moment, just take a moment and see if you can get a sense of where your bubble is around you. 
So it's usually about, you know, some people it's a little bit closer, some people it's a little further away. Maybe you see the bubble, you just feel it, you just know that it's there, whatever you feel. So just take a moment and notice that. And then at this time, what's happening is Archangel Michael is coming into your, to your area. So he's coming into your energy and you might see him as a beautiful blue light. You might just feel his presence. He has a very strong masculine presence. Um, however you feel or sense him, thank him for coming to you right now. And thank him for removing any fear that doesn't belong to you because none of it belongs to you, right? As A Course in Miracles says, the, the book, it says there are only two emotions, fear or love. So we're going to remove everything that isn't, isn't love and remove that fear out of our energy. So now what he's doing is he's shining a really bright light onto our bubble and surrounding us with this beautiful healing energy. You might feel it as a warmth or just seeing more light around you. Whatever it is, it's fine. He's just surrounding us and surrounding us with that light and reminding us that we're always protected and we're always guided by our guides, by our angels. So at this time, he's using that bright light to fill up our bubble. So as that bright light fills up our bubble, it pushes away anything that doesn't belong to us. It pushes away any energy that isn't ours, any fear that isn't ours, and removes it out of our system. And as it fills up our bubble all around us, it slowly starts making its way into our body. And as it does, it's removing any fear that you have held within you. Maybe it's fears of not being good enough or not being strong enough or beautiful enough or wealthy enough or whatever. Whatever those fears are, fears about COVID, fears about money, whatever it is. That beautiful white light is just seeping into your skin and as it seeps into every cell of your body, it transforms any of that fear that's within you into love. So take a deep breath in and infuse all of that beautiful white light energy into every cell of your body. And as you exhale, imagine all of the fear just leaving. So as that white light just starts to soak into every cell of your body, imagine what your life is like without fear. If you knew you couldn't fail, if you knew everything would be a success, if you knew everything you did would turn out exactly the way you wanted it to, what would you feel brave enough to do? What would you change? How would you talk to yourself? How would you love yourself and love those around you? So just take another deep breath in and exhale anything else that needs to be cleared. And Archangel Michael just wants to remind you that 
that this is always available to you. You can always tap, tap in or talk to him or ask him to remove any fear that doesn't belong to you. But hopefully you can feel that white light within you and around you. And so at this time, he's just sealing up that energy around you so you can just feel secure and blanketed in this love and this bright light. Hopefully you can feel courageous and brave and feel love. So just take one more deep breath in and exhale and thank Archangel Michael for his healing today for transforming your fear into love. So whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back to the room. Oh my God. <laughs> How are you feeling? What did you notice? Oh, I'm super like relaxed. Um, I felt kind of you know, tingly, right? My hands were, I'm, I was holding the microphone down low, but like I could feel my hands. I usually feel it in my crown and, um, yeah. but I felt it like in my hands and um, what a beautiful gift. You are my pixie friend. <laughs> Thank you. To the world and to anyone who is lucky enough to work with you um and so tell us how we can find you so you can heal all of our trauma <laughs> <laughs> no pressure um <laughs> you can find me um i don't have a web page what i do have is a facebook page it's called divine healings with jess um yes. it's the only one that exists it's it's um got blue and pink on it um and so you can reach me there about setting up an appointment um, I also do live streams every Saturday morning that are free to everybody. Um, and we do a healing like we just did, and we do some channel messages for people. So those are every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, and 11 a.m. Eastern. So it's live. You just come on the page and, and connect with a bunch of other high vibe people. And it's that super is fun. So cool. And I will include yeah. that in the show notes, Jessica. Awesome. Girl, I got to get, like, after we had our first appointment, I'm like, I'm going to see her every three months. I'm like, I need to, <laughs> so I am due to get my next, like, one on the books because I feel like, too, we wait till we feel like crap and then we're like, I need help, you know, and I'm like, uh-uh, I got to, like, I got to, like, you change the oil on the car, right? Like, I got to keep yeah. that flow going. So I wanted to put my next appointment on the calendar with you. Yeah, let's do it. And I think about, like, going to the dentist. If you only went yep. to the dentist when you had a cavity, well, that would be pre pretty bad. Your teeth would turn out terrible. So exactly. <laughs> do these exactly. things to take care of yourself, even if you're feeling good. That's right. And, and the other pieces, girl, I want to get you to the village in 2021 for the yeah, self-love project. <laughs> Yay! I'm all about it. More self-love for everybody. That's right. That's right. Because love heals the planet. We have to love ourselves so that we can love others the way that the divine loves us. Right? Yes. 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 And so, Jessica, thank you so much for coming today. I was wishing you the best. It's a Friday, right? Have a beautiful yes. weekend. And thank you for popping on with us today. 
thank you for this and thank you for the work that you do and helping heal people as well. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm sending you love, girl. Great. <laughs> Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, man. I was taking so many notes as Jessica was talking about the archangels, Michael, Raphael, and then of course the badass ladies, Haniel, Jophiel, and Ariel, and kind of how we can call on them at any given time. How amazing is that to be reminded? And I love how she said, you know, you can say, thank you, Archangel Michael, for protecting me and guiding me. And by doing so, you're calling it into being in present tense. She's such a gem. You guys, if you're interested in working with Jessica Davis, you can Google her on Facebook at Divine Healings with Jess. I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes. And she's going to be coming to self-love in 2021. Cannot wait. It's a lot of work being us. So let's just work on being well, taking good care, because the world is counting on us. The world needs our light. 